1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. It's good to have you here. It's a lovely, cold, nasty end of September evening here. Uh, so we brought a little bit of sunshine into your life. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm going to say hello to Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Alan. You alright? I'm not
0: too bad. How are you? I'm not too well, actually, to be honest. Yeah, you've been um, you've been a bit sick and poorly, haven't you? Yeah, had the day off work today. Have you? Not, not usually for me. You know, I'm oh, only- like. Most people
1: wouldn't admit to that, just in case their bosses were listening, but as you're your own boss, you can't yeah. really sack yourself, so it's all right. Um, yeah. Hello, Craig.
2: Hello, Adam. Hello, Alon. You all right? Alon. I'm all I'm all right, yeah, Alon. I'm fit as a fiddle and twice as sprightly.
0: enough. <laughs> Do you know I like the way that Adam says it? you've brought in the sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Not
2: here, he hasn't. It's pitch black and been raining all day. Well, you
1: yeah, know, those people who are listening to it during the day, you might be in the bus or in the car on the way to work. You never yeah. know. They kind of might be... Yeah, on Castaway Key. Side. the only
2: place you'll get sunshine at
1: the moment. Maybe there's somebody sat on Castaway Key listening to it. If there is, for, text I, us. You'll a prize. Know, I know <laughs> for a fact... Don't do that. Because I know for a fact that there is a Disney cast member who lives on the Disney Dream, who listens to this show every week, and <laughs> there's a risk that he could be listening to this a while it. at Castaway Key. Do it. What
2: can we give him <laughs> a prize at, from Adam's personal collection?
1: Yeah. Um, it's print door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my front door if you want. But you can have the doors through to the conservatory if you want. They're in the garage. That's absolutely okay. fine. I'll, I'll, if you just pay the, the postage, I'll send them over to the Disney Dream. That's fine. Chris, um, they're all yours. It, uh, <laughs> it's episode 146. It is September 29th, recording this, so uh, the week of September 29th. Um, it's a little bit different today, isn't it? Because Alan had a bit of a brainwave.
0: Yeah. Did you not? There was, there was a couple of things that happened last week. Gone. Just as just as so we finished at recording, I thought, "When is the anniversary of the podcast?"
1: I don't do anniversaries by the way.
0: Yeah, says his
2: wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> tell you. yeah. I remember that. That yeah. Um, not that I'm your wife, by the way. <laughs> um, and I worked out that well, the podcast is actually about six years old. Yeah, and I did some crazy maths, and I don't know how I did it, but it worked out that this is actually. If, if we consistently, or if Adam consistently released the podcast every two weeks... Which we do. This would be the sixth year anniversary podcast.
1: I can't believe we're doing this six years. It is quite scary that we've been doing this six
0: years. So uh, we thought we might as well have a bit of a sort of Cake. brainstorm, talk about it, talk about what we've been doing over the past six years, Yeah. get some Cake. listener feedback, and See where we go.
1: Okay. Well, we start before we start that. Let's uh, finish up. cake. The, the normal. We got cake. Have you made cake? Well, uh, I hope so. we, it's birthday, I want we, a need, cake. <laughs> we need to thank those people who have helped us be around for six years, and that's uh, at the moment. Scooterlando.com. Uh, scooter vacation rentals. Go to scooterlando.com and get you any of your ECV needs, and of course, Orlando attraction tickets. I, got, I had a complete brain meltdown then. Orlando <laughs> Attraction Tickets, you can go and uh, get hold of your Orlando Attraction Tickets if you're going out to Orlando for any of those attractions there. They do great service over there as well. So, um, what's going on today then? We've got news and closures. Tomorrow's Child, which is something new, which we will introduce in a little while. We're doing Ultimate Attraction and we've got some listener feedback as well. And we've got a little surprise section uh, for Dunks, which he doesn't know anything about um so anyway alan you were saying so you wanted to sort of talk back about the six years that we've been doing this show
0: yeah um well I, i've been listening to disney brit for many many years yeah i probably wasn't there i literally wine. have got cake have i've you just really?
2: got a chocolate muffin there we go <gasps> happy happy birthday disney brit
0: i've got a glass of flat coke because i've got a rotten belly oh and a cup of tea. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, carry
1: on. Um, Sorry, you were saying. God, Alan, it
0: sounds like a better party at Dunk's house. <laughs> yeah. okay. In fact, I'm cutting mm. off and going over there now.
2: Mm. Lovely. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, my my connection may cut out, and it's not because I'm getting in the car and going down to <laughs> his house. Um. So yeah. So the podcast's been going for many years now. Listen to it. Yeah. Not right from the beginning. I'll, I'll be honest. Um. It's not a bad thing,
1: just so you know.
0: <laughs> Disney Brit sort of has played a major part of my life. Oh. I'm, not, I'm Not saying it was life changing, but. It has affected me in a a crazy way.
1: In a a way that you've needed counselling or in a...
0: Well, sort of. I started (laughs) started up a podcast, which to me was a bit like free counselling.
1: That is true. Just express your interest on air. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, And I remember sort of different things I was doing at different times, listening to the podcast, and I thought, well, obviously other people have done that, so why don't we just celebrate a bit of the show?
1: Okay. And then, um, so when we were putting this together... um, Alan came up with this brainwave that he wanted to cast our minds back to the very, very beginning and wanted to play a piece of the first ever episode of Disney Brit. Do you genuinely <laughs> want to do this? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> i <Orion, First G. laughs> I've listened back to this. It's terrible. So uh, the first ever episode of Disney Brit was recorded uh, at the um, breakfast bar in my kitchen on a laptop and I had a really cheap, like, 10, 15 pound microphone from... Um, I think it was from like PC world or somewhere like that. Um, and basically this was the result. Oh, this is awful. is what we like to call the hints and tips section. Um, This section is really going to be all about you guys. About you sending in your hints, your tips for your Disney holidays. Now it could be to Disneyland Paris, it could be to Disney World. It could be to any of the other parks around the world. It could also be something to do with your local Disney store. Uh, But what we want is for you to write in and send me an email at disneybrit at hotmail.com and let us know what hints and tips you've got for maybe saving money, saving time, or just making your holiday that little bit easier?
0: Is that enough? Oh, I preferred it from the beginning. Oh. I preferred the very beginning. Do you know why?
1: Why did you prefer the very beginning?
0: Because it sounds like you're David at Umbra.
1: Okay, hang on. Let's go back to the beginning. So I like the piano <laughs> playing, Adam. That? That's pretty impressive. Park. There we go. So, here we go. <laughs> it's just the very- <laughs> Here we have the very beginning of Disney Brit,
3: episode one.
0: It's very pretty
3: Here we go.
1: Hello and welcome to episode one of <laughs> the YouTube podcast. Now, oh, now to our knowledge, the only UK-based... Right, Such an switching <laughs> that off now. That's enough. There's no more of that happening. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh. That was the very first episode six years ago. Can you believe it? It's hilarious. I'm just wrong. I can't believe you just made me play that.
0: How did actually, you get past the first episode? How,
1: how are we still going six years later, more to the point? We <laughs> the first episode. How are people still actually listening? Talking about people still listening, uh, we did have some... Um, some people who sent us some listener birthday messages so let's show you with you some of the stuff that we've had from people while we're just on the birthday free for all thing that's going on so uh from john burton he said hi guys at disney brit just wanted to say happy sixth birthday you guys are all great and very funny okay uh thanks for making those run-ups to trips to florida and those early morning commutes a lot more fun and enjoyable Hope you all have a great celebration. You are truly deserve it. Have fun. That's from John. Uh, Kate Gunston says, Well done for reaching yet another yearly goal. I have listened to the show from the, for the past three years and have enjoyed the interaction you have. The Disney news, etc. At times is secondary to hearing your love of Disney parks. I'm about to go back to Disneyland Paris and would like to hear you talk more about that resort. But no, there is a limit to what you can do. Okay, thank you, Kate. Uh, Gordon Shirley says, Happy birthday, Disney Brit. Your podcast keeps my working day endurable. Um, David Wilson says, out of all the Disney podcasts, I only recently found yours. Good to know I Mouse Meets, but it sounded like you had fun. Maybe next year. Congratulations and have a drink on me without any financial exchange. Uh, Chris, oh, Chris also writes, uh, all the best boys, uh, for another year longer. Uh, that was not our Chris, it's a different Chris. And finally, Kitty Lacey writes, wow, six years old, that sprung up from nowhere. Me and my OH. What is OH? I'm being really thick now. Other half, of course it is. Send our <laughs> love and hope Lol. you. Oh, I can't believe I didn't know that. And <laughs> hope you CD keep a- going a- for many more years. So there you go, that is. You don't
0: got the right right forums, really, do you?
1: <laughs> um, clearly, clearly, I'm not on the right forums. No. But there you go. Right, so that is all of the bits and pieces from people. Thank you very much, you lovely, lovely people. We also. Anyone so it's great made a great from. Uh Sorry, has someone made a cake has anyone sent in any cake sorry adam. no no one sent in any cake no. all right so just empty messages thanks yeah. guys <laughs> <laughs> no cake no
0: presents no nothing
2: no badges no nothing
1: no no none
0: of that. to be fair we forgot to announce it properly
1: we did forget to announce it properly uh, no well. we
2: didn't adam did
0: yeah
1: oh that's it blame me uh but that's that that's our little birthday messages so thank you very much to all of you uh we've been going for six years and six years more we may still be sat here um talking we're about like it year
2: then. ones now it's really good
1: it's like really year ones <laughs> how, just, how long was it before that um, Dunks Prime joined it how in it how oh, how long <laughs> was it before you dunks joined the dunks
2: oh i was quite early on
1: because you were annoying me um yeah, there we go yeah he used to dunks used to send me uh weekly emails about stuff
2: do you know what I have to say? Disney Brit is the first time I realised you can shout the radio as well as the television. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I was, I was joined after about the second year. I think. Yeah. And then I did it? did maybe two or three. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. And then I got fired. Poor bad behaviour.
1: I don't. know. Yeah, we got rid of, Or yeah. bad singing, something one or the like, other. It was definitely bad singing. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, you
0: got the singing.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. I thought we had thank you, Zoe. Um, th- yes, my wife did uh, put. I think it was uh, some of her moments. They, we we asked as well people to come up with uh, some of their favourite moments uh, from the time that we've been doing Disney Brits. So let's uh, just go back over some of what those moments are that people have written down. I'm just going to bring them up now.
0: They're the uh, further down the list. Yeah, no,
1: no. I... my um, it's, it's my computer, oh. uh, which uh, I think has also been going for six years. Uh, and he's now about ready to give up. So what have we got here? Um so we were meeting you uh, meeting up with you all and doing disastrously on the quiz at the noodle station at the Magic Kingdom, then seemingly bumping into Adam every day after. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a trend here. Krista died in the summer. Um pod people, random phone calls and quicker questions. Uh I love the red phone box as well. We love the red phone box. And then Disney ruined it by not letting you to ring it anymore, which is not funny. Um I usually listen on my iPad while naked in the bath or on a Sunday. <laughs>
2: So he doesn't have a bath on a Sunday. That's what we have found
1: out. Um, it's got to be The Climb, Craig Duncan style. Yeah, thank you. Brilliant.
2: I can almost uh, see don't, don't, him. don't, no, don't.
1: Uh, I like the favourite ride experience votes. They're coming in later. Love listening to the cast on my way to work. Also trying to place any background music to a park. Uh, all of it. The big Disney quiz is great. Love the news segments too. Very funny. The mouse chat sections were great. And the cooking too. We must do more cooking.
0: The cooking uh, was quite fun actually. Cooking,
1: the cooking was quite entertaining. We must do more cooking. That's fine. We will do cooking. I don't have a problem with doing that. Uh, right, Set. shall we? Um, should us some news and rumours.
0: Um, in, in a second. Oh, what we are we doing now? Go on. What was the quiz at the noodle station?
1: Uh, we did a Disney Brit meetup. Oh, we did.
0: Uh, we had. Uh, four we had,
1: years ago, something like that. Oh, no, it was quite a while ago. Mark we had Lee Cockrell. That. Lee Cockrell came along and joined in.
2: Uh, Mark uh, was there. Vicky was there. Quite were, a few. Uh, yeah. we have good friends now. With it, me and Adam were there.
1: And uh, it turns out that Lee Cockrell didn't know as much about Disney as everybody else did. <laughs> yeah, he had people, didn't he? He didn't know. <laughs> um, but no, we did a meet up. We did a meet up at the Noodle Station. and I think we did Monsters Inc. together, didn't we? Monsters Inc. Like we did, right. yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, it was good fun. And we had some prizes to give out and all those bits and pieces. So it was good. That it's was evolved nice. into a barbecue this time. It didn't evolve into a barbecue, no. No, he didn't. But that was what we did anyway. Right, let's uh let's do some news and rumors then. Let's see what's been going on in Disney in the past two weeks. Good morning, sire!
0: Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. <laughs>
1: up I, I bring down the right fader uh so it's uh our three by three what is going on disney parks news alan
0: uh the bunions are heading to epcot
1: dunks uh
2: pal mickey's
1: pushed off and it's the farewell tour as well so alan what's going on with these bunions
0: right okay have you ever had a bunion no dunks is that
2: like a brown onion no
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um, Basically what's happened is um, Disney haven't actually officially announced this as a press release, but according to Paul Bunyan's Lumberjack Show's Facebook page, they've announced that they're going to be the replacement for Off-Kilter, and they've put on their Facebook page, it can now be announced, and it is official, we have a year-round permanent Lumberjack show at Walt Disney World Epcot show is called the canadian lumberjack show located next to the canadian pavilion is
1: that possibly the most unoriginal title for a show ever
2: i'm a lumberjack and I'm oh, all right. that, oh, i am work all day please. and i sleep yeah. all night i wear high hills, oh, yeah, I cut no, down trees, trees i go yeah. to the lavatory yeah
0: that
2: one. <laughs> I don't oh, know the next one on wednesday i go shopping and have buttered scones for tea yeah. that's what they should do monty python be much better
0: well I'll, I'll I'll add something in after this about What is um, this
1: need for dunks to sing? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna remember
3: most yeah. Just gotta keep going.
1: Anyway, sorry. Oh,
2: dear. Hey, if I was on the X Factor, mate, I'd have one of them chairs. thank you Ari
1: From Ikea.
0: Yeah, um go on, carry on. Um so this um guy's gonna be at well, his show is gonna be at Epcot It's Replacing Off Kilter at uh, the Canadian Pavilion. Yeah. Um but there's been no Official release from Disney as I've said, so there's no actual list of what the show will contain or what the actual events will be. But usually in the Paul Bunyan lumberjack show, they've got log rolling, right? They've got log rolling dogs. Okay. Now I'm not 100% sure if that is actually an actual canine dog or whether or not it's a technical term. Possibly, yeah. Um, chopping. They do a bit of chopping. <laughs> uh, they do some sawing. Wow. They do axe throwing. To do what they call it dragster chainsaw, which is basically where you slice a slice off a little wood. Right, okay. Tree climbing. And that is all done with Will Champion Lumberjacks. Okay. The new show will start October 5th.
1: And this is replacing off kilter.
0: That's replacing off kilter. Now hmm. this is where I'm gonna quickly add something into here. Yeah go on. This is going in the Canadian um pavilion. Yeah. I don't think paul bunyan's canadian really (laughs) scandal
1: that is scandalous
0: so i don't think it's a canadian show but anyway it actually does look quite exciting
1: okay yeah it's a little bit different isn't it you know it's not just music i suppose they're trying to mix up a little bit by putting alternative entertainment and live bands on so um i suppose we'll see next week won't we what happens with that
0: yeah one of the things that they do if you you have a look on youtube and see some of his other shows yeah You've got those. guys that are running up a tree with a chain. Yeah. You know, It's quite exciting looking. You've got people who are standing on a log trying to roll it round and knock someone else off the log.
2: Okay. That's like, yeah. It's a knockout in the Canadian pavilion. Yeah, <laughs> Basically, <exactly>. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a knockout means wipeout. Uh, oh there really might even be pavilion. some wood carving. <laughs> okay. no. well, you, say,
2: you say that bloke isn't Canadian. Off to war kilts.
1: Yeah. That's Scottish. I can't remember what the link is, there is a link and I forget off the top of my head what it is. Oh, Alright, so Paul Bunyan's lumberjack Canadian Lumberjack show starts the week of the fifth of October, so that's next week. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, what's happening with Pal Mickey, Dunks?
2: Well, Pal Mickey, bless his little heart, you know, sweet little mate of ours. We used to carry him around the park, big plush toy if nobody's seen him. So he was a big plush Mickey, yeah, he really was. but he would use, uh, well, I suppose, old hat technology, now infrared sensors to pick up uh, sensors as you walk around the park. And he'd tell you, a bit like having Adam in your pocket, he would just tell you a bit of useless information as you walk around the park. Um, and sadly, he's been phased out. To be fair, He's been turned off now. He's been phased out for a while, hasn't he? Uh,
1: yeah. No, he, um, worked, he worked in August.
2: Oh, did he really? Yeah.
1: Did Okay,
2: but they were not they were not selling them, weren't no, they? So they weren't kind of pushing us. So I'll read the... You know, I've kind of gone off script as a professional That's I fine. am there. Um, but, you know, the, the the notes given to me as the true stand-in professional for Chris is uh, the interactive tour guide, Plush, that Disney launched back in 2008 has long been discontinued, but the final decommissioning has started. From September 27th, the Plush Pound Mickey will no longer work at Walt Disney World. So from Saturday, it's dead. PalMickey uses a series of infrared transmitters around the parks, which is now an aging technology and has mostly been replaced with the RFID as part of my Magic Plus rubbish Magic Band things. Using the infrared location positioned around the parks, PalMickey shared location, aware, time-saving tips, fun facts and unfunny jokes.
1: Oh, the jokes weren't bad for But if the thing is, you got to remember this was this was quite revolutionary in its time when it first came out. It was before anybody, you know, the iPhones and things were really popular and massive as they are now. It was a great little tool to, to keep you entertained in the, in the queues with some of the games and stuff you could play. And now we've got iPhones and everything. Everyone just plays games on those now. No one yeah. has this pal Mickey anymore. They were quite Beats expensive
2: as well, weren't they? They
1: were. I remember paying about $60 for mine, I think. I think I saw sixty-five. Yeah, something around there. If I remember rightly, it was it was a reasonable price for a stuffed toy with a bit of technology inside it. It still works. We still have it here. You know, had, Harry still plays with it every now and again. So um, if you
2: point the Sky remote at it, a bit of infrared, does he do anything?
1: No, I don't no. Think so.
2: Actually, that's quite interesting. You
0: saying that, Dunks? <laughs>
2: do you reckon you can get it to work? It's only got to Because be six,
0: you know that hold, um, the whole the light up mm. mouse ears. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. I have heard that you can interact with them with a remote control. <laughs> i
1: i that. would tell you but i refuse to pay the 40 something dollars they were right?
2: oh but you pay 60 quid for a stuffed toy that don't work anymore
1: no 60 dollars is different oh, okay has it got
0: those big fat batteries that leak everywhere uh
1: yeah you probably did have massive batteries in it at the time
0: he's got a big <laughs> brown like stain down his red shorts yeah <laughs> battery acid
1: yeah okay all of that oh well so that's r.i.p pal mickey It's not the only thing we're saying RIP to, though. Because, as of the 27th couple of days ago, Hollywood Studios has said farewell to one of its opening day attractions. Disney finally announced that the Backlot Tour will be closing to make way for... Get this... Future enhancements—they're uh, currently keeping very tight-lipped on what exactly is going to be coming there—but it is rumored that there's going to be an expansion for Pixar Place. It's going to become Pixar Land, and Disney possibly pulling together attractions from places like Paris and California, among loads of other different locations. Um, although no our announcement has been made yet on what's replacing it, we do know that Oaken's Wandering Outpost is going to take up residence in the Old American Institute area, which is at the exit to the back lot. Uh, depending on how permanent Disney make this location, I would. Guess it'll give us a clue on what that next move is going to be. Um, sort of since this news broke, though, we have found out a little bit more about what's been going on in the past couple of days. Tom Staggs, Meg Crofton, uh, John Lasseter, and a few others were found hanging around Studio Soundstage One, uh, looking at what all those bits and pieces. There are now two other apparent, uh, well, kind of rumors that are going around. Firstly, that. Uh, They're going to put Cars Land in the back there. Or there could be an expansion to Star Wars Land. A rumour that seems to have started circulating today as well. Seems to suggest that the park may get another name change. And it may become Disney's Hollywood Adventure. Now, whether or not this happens, I don't know. Uh, But also, there has been permits filed in the past week. that uh, were I forget the name of the company off the top of my head. But it's the same company that built Toy Story Midway Mania. Or involved in building that, and they're looking at redeveloping what is known as the project number three. It's um, beginning to develop the building, which is soundstage Station number one next door to Toy Story Midway Mania. There again are rumours that they're doubling the size of the, that attraction in order to um, sort of um, take double the capacity in an hour. Or uh, whether or not that is true, or whether it might be the Monsters Inc. Coaster, or whether they're knocking it down, we have absolutely no idea.
2: But what's your favourite one out of all of those?
1: I would like to see a Carsland, personally. I know there'll be a lot of American people saying, well, we've got that in California. But actually, for us, to get to California is is a bit of a trek. Uh, so it would be yeah. nice to have it. I would be disappointed if they put in Toy Story Playland. My problem, as much as I love the theme of Toy Story Playland in Disneyland Paris, my big problem with it is that a lot of the attractions in there are literally off-the-shelf uh, toys. Uh, like attractions that have just been it's like themed. Dino Land. Yeah, it's it a little bit like Dino Land. You've got, you know, the, the free fall, the Green Army Man parachute drop, which is great, but again, it's nothing revolutionary. RC Races is great, but it's not revolutionary. The Slinky Dog isn't revolutionary. So there's nothing in there that I would say, wow, that's amazing. You've got Ratatouille, which has proved a big hit in Paris. There's no reason why that might not come over. Uh, you've got things like the Monsters Inc. ride as well. Is it Hide Go seek or something like that i forget the name of it um but there's loads of pixar stuff the fact that john luster there may just be for the fact that you know he's working very closely with imagineers and he's part of the board of directors i don't know or whether it is a pixar related role i also don't know but um it, this sounds really exciting anybody else uh kind of excited about what might be going on here or is it just me
0: uh, it's just you just me okay <laughs> no. uh, i was i was thinking about this really because I'm going to Walt Disney World I've saved up my entire life to go to Walt Disney World next year yeah and everything is shut
1: <laughs> well, no, I must admit going around this summer there was a lot of walls and you were like wow I can't really how
0: many walls well, actually. one of the reasons I didn't go this year is because I knew there was a lot of construction turns out next year there's going to be even more yeah like, I can't wait to be like a volunteer at the Indiana Jones stunt show <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or I might audition for American Idol no you won't or um i could try and get soaked in the big water tank at the Backlot tour you see or what do you
1: know what one of my biggest things i'm so pleased that in the summer i finally got to be one of the people who got to take part in the in that actual show and all the years yep. ago and i always thought it'd be cool to be involved in that and finally this time i got to go unbeknown to me that this would be the only chance i would get because next time I go, I wouldn't be there anyway
0: yeah it's, it's weird how how much is closing in the studios and the changes yeah so, bear, bear in mind that I don't like Tower of Terror. I won't go on that. I've been on Rock and Roller Coaster once, so I'll probably never do yeah. that again. What is actually in the studios for me?
1: You've got uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. You've got Legend of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, you you've got One Mound on stream. the You've got uh, Little Mermaid. You've got the animation. You've got Disney Junior. Uh, you've got Great Movie Ride. Do I need to keep going? You've got Beauty and the Beast. You've got Fantasmic. Come on. How long will Great Rock Movie Ride stay Coaster? there? Well, I don't think they're going to get rid of it anytime soon, are they? But... Um, what amazes me is the backlot tour at disney's hollywood studios is a million times better than the one in paris how is yeah. the one in paris still there
0: because it's got dinatopia
2: <laughs> it's location isn't it it's where it is
1: yeah it might, <clears throat> might be that but it, it...
2: Look, i think the name change would be good to hollywood adventure it, yeah. that sounds it. good yeah and uh you know put something i think cars land would be awesome don't forget they've spent so much money on the little girls over in fantasyland let's spend true. a bit of money on the little boys that
1: is true i think you know it might need a name change again because the studios thing is well, there's no studio there, there anymore. The, 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 so that's the last bit 20s. isn't it the backlog tour is the final bit of what was yeah. the original studios yeah. element to it um and we forget just how big the area is that you travel around there that is massive
0: um, just, just so. think if like you know obviously there's talk about the Star Wars yeah. expansion what if they actually used all that area that the Backlot Tour goes onto and has a big speeder bike like race
1: well, well yeah that's the kind of the Radiator Springs races isn't it
0: yeah but you don't want to have an exact copy of what you've got over in another like park because they generally try California. not to do that that's true you know if, if you had something that was slightly different but the mm. same technology
1: but it it's, might be that they'll do with it what they've done with many of the other classic attractions, your, your Big Thunder's and your Pirates. That the concept of it is the same, but there's some tweaks and changes to make it a slightly different experience.
0: True, planes oh, I'm
1: still race, yeah, <laughs> planes racers. I don't know. I really don't know. And it's what's really interesting is that Disney have closed this without real any real inclination as to what's coming in its place. And normally we've got some idea and they've given some sort of announcement, but this literally just happened, didn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah frozen yeah. race track. That's what a it'll
1: be. Frozen bro. race track. Rick
2: Ralph race track. That'd be cool.
1: See, Sugar Rush yeah. race track. That'd be quite cool. Yeah. You do that. That'd be a little bit different.
2: It's
0: interesting if you, you could actually have, you know, when you sort you go into the big train station at Rick Ralph Ralph. Yeah. I don't know. What, I've only seen the film once. You mean, Game Central. As, as, Game yeah. Central. Game yeah. Central that's where Station, I met. yeah. And you go off into all the different games from that point. Yeah. You have like a hub. And then you've got lots of little mini lands off there. That would be cool. You could go and enter that um, really violent game. Oh, uh, Heroes. Heroes.
1: Heroes, heroes, heroes Duty.
0: Yeah, that's Duty. the one.
1: Heroes Duty.
2: <clears throat> there you go. Sorted. Right, get building, Disney. You've got yeah, two get years. On with it.
1: If it, could you just finish that multi-story car park first? Um, uh, no, no, no.
0: You want what... to dilute the, the workforce, don't you? You want to have lots of projects.
1: Well, that's what's coming anyway. We'll see what, what actually happens, but I'm quite excited to see what they're going to do with that massive area. And then uh, put the price up. And then put the price up, yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World refurbs and closures over the next week. So Monorail, Magic Kingdom Resort Line, 8.30am to 11pm, although apparently that's again changing. Um, It sounds like it now may be going from 7.30am to an hour after park close. And it also, there's a possibility this could be an automated monorail. So, we're going to lose our pilots, possibly. Um, Magic Kingdom Express Line is 9.30 to 1 hour after Magic Kingdom exp- uh, Fireworks. Uh, Epcot is 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. So, there's some changes there. In the Magic Kingdom, the Yankee Trader is due to reopen on September 30th with its brand new Haunted Mansion theme. Central Plaza Hub Area work is due to complete next year. In Epcot, closures, we've got the following. World Showcase players, Off Kilter, Mo Rockin', Spirit of American 5 and Drum Corps, uh, Maelstrom, are all closed. In Animal Kingdom, part of the Pangani Forest Exploration Trail is closing for refurb from September 3rd to mid November. And also, Wild by Design has now gone. At Hollywood Studios, we've got the backlot tram tour closed. And down in downtown Disney, you've got parking lots H, I, J, K are closed in preparation for the new multi story. And entrance four is now permanently
0: closed down
1: there. Uh, What's going on in Disneyland Paris, uh, Alan?
0: Uh, Disneyland Paris, you've got Captain EO closed on the 1st to the 8th of October and the 13th to the 16th. They don't do normal closing, do they? No. It's a Small World is closed well, I can't even say that. It's a Small World is closed through till the 17th of October. Um, Casey Jr and the Storybook Canal is going to be closed the 6th to the 17th of October. Thunder Mesa boat is going to be closed from the first to the tenth of October. Have you yeah. seen what's um, the state of the, the boat?
1: Yes, uh, there were some photos that were up online.
0: So Disney, Disney and more?
1: Yes, I think it was Disney and more. Yeah.
0: God, the, the the boat is it's fallen to bits. But anyway, go go and do a search for that. You'll find that information out. It's 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 shocking. Um, Armageddon is closed on the first to the third, the eighth to the tenth, the fifteenth to the seventeenth of October. And Motor's Action is going to be closed the 6th to the 17th of October. Garnie yeah. new teeth?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's something. I'm not quite sure what it is. Okay, so there are all of the closures that are going on at the moment. Uh, right, let's take a quick break. And we should be back in a second with uh, Alan's new segment, Tomorrow's Child. We should be back in two minutes.
3: Hey, I have the best-kept Disney World and Universal Studios vacation secret. Did you know that anyone can rent a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them!
2: Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves the best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way? Have as much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride. They fit on buses, boats, and monorails and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. Contact Scooter Vacations at one 855 wdw Scoot. That's one 855 wdw scoot Or on the web at scootorlando.com. That's S C O O T Orlando.com. S C O O T Orlando.com.
3: Woohoo! Big Summer Blowout! For the past 10 years, Orlando Attraction Tickets have been providing the UK with cheap Disney tickets for Walt Disney World and the surrounding Orlando attractions. With a low deposit scheme of just £10 per person, you can book your tickets in advance knowing you're in good hands. Orlando Attraction Tickets are the only ticket company to allow you to pay your balance off in instalments online and with no credit or debit card fees, free UK sign for delivery and you are fed Fast Pass Plus enabled tickets now shipping. There is no other choice for your Orlando ticketing needs than Orlando attraction tickets. Visit www.orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523. That's Orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 0845- 226 8523 Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, <laughs> manténganse alejado de las puertas. You're listening to the Disney Brit Radio Show. Your host, Adam.
1: Okay then, uh, let's talk a little bit more about um,
3: this
0: new little
1: thing that Alan sent across to me and went do this do this let's try this let's see what happens tomorrow's
0: child is what it's called so do you want to explain a
1: little bit more about what this tomorrow's child is for me
0: okay well the concept is me adam chris and craig and juz if he ever joins us we're all we're all parents we've all got kids and we we go to disney we experience it through our eyes but we want to try and find out what the kids actually think about it what, what do the kids get out of it? What, what do they enjoy? What do they hate? Etc. So I thought, well, why don't I ask our kids some simple questions? Yeah. see what the, resu- the results are. So
1: you started off with a simple question for them, which was?
0: What is your favourite Disney character okay, and why? So
1: uh, are we going to give the favourite ones first? So uh, let's start. This is this is Abigail's response. So Abigail said the following.
0: My favourite
3: princess Aurora. Because <laughs> her very pretty, got a pink dress, and got long hair like him.
0: Okay, so Princess Aurora. Aww. She's got long hair, pink dress, what was it? and long hair like him, which is my other daughter. Right, okay, so uh, Imogen says...
3: My favourite princess is Rapunzel because she has long hair like Abigail.
0: Okay, so they both they both gone for the hair thing. Yeah, they're very uh, image obsessed. I think
1: Imogen... forget it. Um, so we've got Abigail and Imagine both like Rapunzel. So we then go to Harry. So Harry, what is your favourite Disney character?
3: Um, Mickey Mouse. Why is
1: Mickey your favourite Disney character?
3: Um, he um he has like he, he has a red jump. I do say he has a doggy called Pluto.
1: Right, I nearly stopped him recording. He has a red jumper. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, anyway. He's not my son, clearly. Uh, (laughs) The image he's got. So there were the three. So um, Rapunzel, Rapunzel and Mickey were their favourite characters. Okay. So then we asked them.
0: What is your least favourite or who do you not like? Who do you not like? So this was Abigail. I
3: don't like having (laughs) a question remaining.
0: I don't know if
1: you understood that. No, I didn't understand a word of that. Was that like complete, Geordie? Let's just try <laughs> that again.
3: I it was... don't like Captain Hook because he's <laughs> a oh, meanie.
1: You don't like Captain Hook because he's a meanie. That's, That's the, the one. I don't Harris because he's a meanie. I <laughs> <laughs> like Calvin Harris because he's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get political, right? Okay, Imogen says.
3: I don't like Ursula because she has eight tentacles.
0: Oh, very good. She's got a fear of. For number eight, apparently,
1: yeah, clearly don't like us because you got eight tentacles. Uh, and six Harry went, six. I've become very clear that there's a definite boy girl divide here, okay? So we've got Ursula, we've got Captain Hook, and interestingly, Harry went for another one in a similar vein. And what is your least favorite Disney character?
3: Um, Jack Sparrow.
1: Why do you not like Jack Sparrow?
3: Because it's because he makes people walk the plank.
1: Oh, okay. Can you do your pirate impression? Ah! There we go. So we've got two pirates and a sea witch.
0: Now, um, just out of interest, mm. what, what are your guys? What? I'm to What are your guys? What are you two? What is your favorite Disney characters?
1: My favorite, Stitch. I love Bye. Stitch. Just be purely for the fact that Stitch it was kind of such a completely different character to a lot of the others we'd seen at the time this very mischievous sort of character and the film itself was one of the first films I remember for some time that had some really proper adult humour in it still one of my favourite moments in that film was when Lilo um, puts little voodoo doll versions of her <laughs> friends in a jar fills it with water and shakes it really really hard because <laughs> um, I still can't believe they put that in a Disney film but um, that, yeah Stitch is my favourite of uh, I think
2: my current favourite has to be Olaf. Yeah. yeah. I think before that I would go with Doug.
0: Doug the dog. Yeah. Doug the dog. What about you, Alan? Um, I'll, I'll be honest, if, if because I didn't even think about asking myself this, <laughs> the, an, the answer <laughs> is, unfortunately, it's Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if I need to go any further. No, we we'll just leave no, it there. That's fine. <clears throat> right. Um, what about your least favourite? Wow,
1: that's a really hard question. I'm going to go for... Ooh. It's hard, isn't it? I... It's fair. one of the things you ask the kids Actually, mine's easy. I can, I'll go first, Adam, while you're on,
2: thinking. Then. Mine's Duffy.
1: Ooh. Yeah, oh. Do you know what? I'm going to go, it's about left field, Long John Silver, Treasure Planet.
0: I'm trying to work out which one that was.
1: Treasure Planet, uh See the big big fella. Yeah, the guy, yeah. The big fella guy. Um I just yeah. I just never really talked to him. He wasn't very nice, was he?
0: Treasure Planet was a bit of an awkward film. It maybe. was a bit of an awkward
1: film. It was one of those it's one of those films that kind of Disney never really admit to making.
0: Yeah. It clearly it, did, but Like if they spent more money on marketing, I think it would have been better. And you would have got yeah. into it more. Maybe. But, but I think it was around the time when they started to cut marketing on the animations. Yeah, I think it was.
1: Yeah, I was never uh, never a fan of John Silver. So, there we go. That's that's my one. And um, um, Craig sure. says Duffy. Yeah, well,
0: that's just the obvious one. What about you, uh, Alan? Mine's um, Snow White. Why? I can't stand that squeaky voice. Okay, fair enough. I, that squeaky voice in, in the cartoon, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. when you got to see it... A voice face character at breakfast, and they do the squeaky voice.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't I'll... know from films who I'd pick, though. I don't know who I pick from films.
1: That's a tricky one, I don't know. I guess I, you,
2: you can go, Oh, I'll pick a baddie, but I don't know if I yeah. pick a baddie because
1: uh, it's kind mm, of the obvious one. Scar,
2: I don't like Scar from The Lion King, okay. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. I can I can see Scar. I don't um, like him. I can see why he wouldn't like Scar. Um, do uh, uh, are we gonna are we gonna pick another uh, topic for the for the kids now? Do you think, or should we get
0: our listeners
1: oh. to decide on the next topic?
0: I- I'll say if if we pick a topic, okay, and if our listeners have kids, yeah, and they want them to be part of this segment, yeah, I think that they can record the. Record some audio, yeah, whether it's on the iPhone on your or whatever, phone, yeah, and to email so that, it into to you.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. So, if you've got kids, um, then you can get them to take part because we want to know what tomorrow's child, see, Clever, see how that works? I uh, want to know what their uh, favorite uh, or least favorite of something is. So, what are we going for next?
0: I think to make it a bit more general, because
1: yeah.
0: obviously, we'll, we'll, as, we, as we get into this, we'll, we'll start to hone it down a bit more, yeah. but I would say favorite Disney Park memory.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: And then obviously the flip side on that. Least favourite memory.
1: If they've got one.
0: Yeah. Of course they will. It was the nine hour flight.
1: <laughs> so we're going for uh, favourite Disney park memory and least favourite Disney park memory. So they're the two things we're going to ask them from in two weeks' time. So if you have got uh, some children who want to take part in that, and when we talk about children, we don't have to be like really tiny. We can, we're can. we talking about like anything up to... Well, if we're doing Disney, is anyone, we're doing anyone who's nine or above. No, anybody wants to take part. Uh, to be honest, but we're looking, yeah, particularly if you've got children, you want to do that, and that'd be great. So we can do that. Right? should we surprise Dunks?
0: Yeah. Are oh, you joking?
1: What? What are you doing? I'm playing music. Yeah, I know. Where, Where is it, it? going to go? I'm playing Africa by Toto. <laughs> I love this uh, song. Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to uh, talk. We want to talk to you a little bit about Wild Africa Trek.
2: Oh, I thought we were back on Orlando Sky Radio no. doing the 80s show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk about Wild Africa Trek. So I thought I'd okay. pick something Africa. Um nice. And this, was, you put some photos up the other day, I believe. I somewhere. did. I uploaded everything to to my Flickr account. That's right. My um, Wild Africa Trek. Uh, and this sort of sparks Alan's interest, and Alan wants to know yeah. a little bit more about Wild Africa Trek. Okay, it's it. yes, good. <laughs> Done. Right, move on. Uh, break. Time for a break.
2: What
0: do you want to know, Ozzy? Come on. No, well, basically, I'm planning on t- going next year and I want to take my daughter who's going to be six months under the age limit. Yeah. Which I don't know how I'm going to get around that one, but... Just don't tell
2: them her age. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, I want to
0: start. try and... There's, there's, when you see sort of videos on YouTube or whatever, there's set segments that people always share with you. Right. And that is the rope bridge. Yeah. There is the hippo lookout. And also a crocodile bit. Yep,
2: that's your main oh. bit, really. That's your lot.
0: That's your lot. All right. I was going <laughs> to well, say there's got to be more to it than that because obviously the no, film is at three hours?
2: Yeah, they don't say. Okay, so you start off. You know, obviously you know where it is. Nikola Jara Safari. So you go along, and it's a, uh, you know, it, it's a very um, intimate, I think, tour so because Harry, there's not many of you in the group. What is your favourite Disney character? Oh, sorry there was uh well we went with um it was a present actually from our american neighbors so there were seven in our group Uh, plus there was another four people so it's 11 in all call my maths are good Uh, and you have two tour guides so you first of all you kind of sign in and they make you empty everything you're not allowed to take a phone anything with you at all because of the way that you walk through and obviously you don't they don't want things falling off but do not fear about photography and photographs and all that sort of thing they have that all covered even if you wear spectacles they give you a or sunglasses they'll give you a cord that you put in so you go in you get kind of all suited up in a very cool kind of i don't know jacket terrain jacket with lots of zips and pockets on they give you a very nice flask that they fill with ice water for you um you get your headset radio which they test for you and all of those sorts of things are all set up they weigh you to make sure that you get the right um size monkey towel and everything else so that's really the only thing about you know Abigail and Imogen which we can take Abigail Imogen with you aren't you yeah. make sure that she's the right weight don't worry too much about her age because they won't know how old she is because they've only got a ticket so just change the date of birth in um, my Disney experience um, so you go through and you have like a briefing and then you have two tour guides and one of them is armed with a very nice Nikon DSLR camera they will tell you he will take all of the photographs and they are all included in the price this is actually something you get with it at the end of the the tour they'll give you a card with a access to a website and you can download all of the photographs he's taken plus there is a load of stock photographs on there which are awesome which they've taken so anyway so the photograph thing is covered and he will take photographs the whole time there's one of them talking one of them taking photographs we had out well i did about 140 today up on my Flickr album um and they were just of us, but he took a load more. And he will say to him, oh, please take a picture of this. or take a picture of us, and you'll do all of that. So anyway, the first part of it is a, a bit of a briefing. And then there's a walking element where you kind of go around by Rafiki's, uh, and you walk down... Uh, and he's talking to you as you're going through the crowd, and it feels quite nice, actually, because you can hear him very clearly on this radio, but you feel kind of important because everybody's looking at you going, what are they doing? They look all official. They've got these cool camouflage jackets on. And then then you kind of go off-piste. You go through the big sign, wear Wild Trek only, Uh, and there's a lot of bit of discussion about the wildlife. Now, you know, there are things, be careful about things touching Imogen's legs if she gets a little bit sheepish about, you know, weeds and things. There's nothing bad, but you do kind of the bushes will brush against you and stuff.
0: But did it freak you out?
2: No, I was all right, actually. I was more worried about losing my step because my eyes are not seeing very well. But it was all pretty... It looks rougher than it actually is. It's like a fake Disney trail if you know what right. i mean it's it's very smooth underfoot but looks a lot rougher as it is and then you go through and, and i forget you'll have to forgive me because it was a year and a half ago so you know i'm getting old i can't remember everything but the order that you go through so the first thing i think you see is the hippos and what they do is they take you through a special uh, doorway into a hippo enclosure and this is where you get attached to very secure kind of rope climbing attachments and hooks and pulleys and they put a monkey towel on the back of you uh, which is very secure and then you have to kind of walk in a special way so that you're carrying the rope through all of the pulleys above you so they'll show you how to do it. it's all quite easy to do but it just makes you feel very safe and secure um, and then they bring the hippos over and they tell you a lot of information about the hippos and then they feed the hippos and it's quite cool, the effect that they do there. And you get to go right to the very edge. This is the cool thing about the monkey tail. So you can't get to the hippos, but you go right to the edge of the feeding enclosure, literally on the edge of the water. And it's the same with all of the animals that, that you kind of see on the trek. Um, then the thing that, which is really cool, which I don't think you see on the videos, Alan, is they have, you know, like the, the Kilimanjaro Safari vehicles, they have their own one of those, but slightly customised. It's a dark green one with a open back and the, you sit above the driver. So there's now a third guide taking okay. you round the savannah, taking you on safari, but taking you to the bits you don't see on Kilimanjaro safari ride. So, and you stop in certain places and you're allowed to get out onto the savannah and have a look at certain things, which is really,
0: really cool. So they actually let you get out of
2: the truck? Yeah, yeah, you get out of the truck on the savannah and look at certain things, which is really good. And they take photographs then the kind of there's a half an hour in between of the three hours where you have lunch Uh, and that is just amazing they take you out of the savannah to this place that's just i've never seen it before and it's just an isolated 360 degree view hut they've built which is just stunning and it's all walkways that you can go down we were right near where they were the year we went they were just introducing zebras to the savannah for the first time as you know they brought them in so it's had where they had them all in their kind of testing area ready for them to get acclimatized so we could see all of the zebras zebras but the rest of the people on safari couldn't see them because they were hidden away Uh, and you have lunch and the lunch was really nice i had um a lot of it was fish related so i don't eat that so i had the vegetarian but it was like a vegetarian curry it was all served up in really cool little um like canteens uh, lots of jungle juice which was of course gorgeous oh, oh, uh, very nicely done you could have as much as you want as little as you want and then where you have the lunch there are some just stunning views and you get some really nice photographs That they'll come around and they'll ask you to stand up and they'll take photographs with you to the savannah and no. you can have a little walk around there oh, as well right. so that's really good and then of course i suppose the highlight at the end what you've done that you do a lot more if you've seen monkeys and other things but is the rope bridge Um, and you know, I don't, I'm not great with heights, but actually it's pretty safe and you feel pretty good. Again, you're on the monkey tail. Uh, they're very particular about how many people go on the bridge at once. So Alex and Kieran, my kids could go together and they had separated them by, you know, a bit of distance, but like a big chubber like me, they'd only let me go on my own. Uh, and then as you go, you walk through, there are other people in positions there's about four rope bridges you walk through and at the end of each one uh, there is somebody a guy with a camera taking photographs of you and there's lots of funny jokes that they crack about the crocodiles as you're walking over the crocodile pit and the alligator pit that's where the um and I don't know whether I can't remember whether they're alligators or crocodiles and somebody will tell me and correct me. But there is one of those types of animals underneath and they're taking photographs of you with them in the background, which are really cool. And you do all of the four bridges and there's lots of photographs at the end. And then that's basically your trip. But it is... I mean, We had it as a present and uh, so I don't know how much it was and I wouldn't ask. But um it was via Friends of ours who are a cast member and I know they got quite a discount on it. But I think as a as a trip is like 170 odd yeah, dollars it's, it's, i think it is a lot of money
1: it alters by season so it's between 189 and 249 per person plus tax
2: see i think at 249 it's not worth it it's right. really not worth it at all at that price you know if you can get it for you know the, the cheaper end or maybe a bit cheaper if there's a special one it is it is worth it but there's no when I mean, you're not going up and like at Gatorland where they're going to put a bit of tape around the crocodile when you get to sit on his back. There's none of that. No. It's all very much at a distance, although you're yeah. closer than you would be in the park uh, and you do feel very intimate and you, you get a lot of information. But the, tour, the the only disappointing thing is the tour guides are just trained cast members. So the guy we had was very good, but he'd only been doing it three weeks and he, he was very honest and said yeah. he had to learn all that he was taught to say and this is all he knows so you asked right. him any other questions, he didn't know. So but they have the you know, they have everything for you. They have water, they have these coolie towels, they have binoculars or binoculars, they have everything on the truck that you, you could want. Yeah. And the photographs are stunning and it's that's great, and the scenery is amazing. You know, if two of you are, you're gonna spend three hundred and fifty dollars. It's a lot of money. But you know, you and only way, do it
0: once. I looked at it and I thought, well, one, I could do it by myself. I don't really want to go on holiday and do things by myself.
2: stay thought, home and do that, like podcasts.
0: Yeah, I know that. Then I thought, well, if I take my my youngest daughter, well, not my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter, at least I'll be able to do it with someone who would actually get something out of it. Whereas if I took my wife, she'd just just moan all the way through it. My kids will probably the and style, the thing is it's
1: one of those experiences that your kids aren't going to necessarily get anywhere else um, when I went to yeah. Castaway Cay for, for on the Disney cruise ship myself and Harry um, hide snorkels not because he's a mad snorkel fan but because you know where else in the world would I be able to take him out and to see that clear and that blue and see um, tropical fish up that close you know so yeah. especially looking at it from that point of view as well it's maybe worth some of the money just, out of in- uh, just to anybody who is interested if you book a afternoon Noon track up to October 25th. They're actually currently doing fifty dollars off um, the afternoon. So that's uh, that was from April until the 25th of October. So well, I mean, was, was in the afternoon,
2: and I think the other thing that's a little bit annoying, you need park entry for it as well.
1: Yeah, so you're actually paying three hours of your park entry, and you're actually you're on a tour when you're doing it. But um that's for most most Disney tours, to be honest. Yeah, yeah um, the same, they, they do uh, do a, a huge number of tours. Uh, during the day as well, so we're looking at uh, I think 8 a.m. is the first one, goes all the way up to the afternoon being. I'm trying to th- I remember what I can't remember off the top of the head what time the last one is, but I think it's like 12:30 something like that. I think it is something along that, those
0: lines. So, if, if you think about when you're doing the trek and it's starting to get well, particularly in the summer, the heat's going to start building up as the day goes on. Yeah. And the animal kingdom is a warm park at the best of times.
1: Yes, about 10 degrees hotter than everywhere else because of the. Um, of the trees,
0: yeah. So I find it shadier though, tough, isn't it?
1: It's shadier, but I think the humidity is much,
0: much higher. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm gonna do it.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be worth doing. Um, it's
0: it's nice kind of
2: really how like that it's know. one of those, it's one of these tours you can do with the kids. You know, in the Magic Kingdom, there's very little of them you can do with the kids because yeah. of yeah. the magic. Um, and then Epcot, you know, you've got the seeds one, which is I know is very good because Chris did that.
0: Um, and people season, enjoyed yeah. that.
2: Um, but you know, this is, it is something unique uh, and I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, you know, I looked at the photographs today as I was uploading them and, uh, you know, bring back great memories. So um, I would recommend it. I'd yeah. just, you know, maybe try and see if you can get a bit of a deal. Look if, at when if, it's on special.
0: If you think about, you're getting your meal, you're getting photographs. Yeah. You get a, a souvenir bottle. You do get a souvenir bottle,
2: and well, it's a nice bottle.
0: Um, if you take your sunglasses, you get a souvenir a bit of string. You do, yeah. <laughs> well you
1: get a few bits and pieces you it's worth evening, a string alone isn't it really strings good that's
0: you true.
2: know they're like two quid off nice. ebay yeah Loving just it. take some sunglasses even if you're not going to wear them
0: I free, locker.
2: free locker free
0: locker
2: <laughs> no. so oh, we're
1: saying it's, it's maybe at the 250 dollar mark it's probably a little bit expensive a little bit yeah.
0: less than that then it might be okay yeah
1: okay. Is, it, is it cheaper for child children no that's
0: it's just nice. one price per person yeah. I think in the the summer months it's cheaper. And I yeah,
1: think... it might be. Uh, it does say the price is dependent on season, so uh so I would think so, yeah.
0: So no my luck I'll be going just off the um discounted season.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh...
0: go the, off discounted season, just when everything's getting boarded up as well.
1: No, it should be alright. That time of year I think it'll probably be uh, it would probably be cheaper because it's it's hotter, I would think. So you might be, you never know. particularly if you go a little bit later.
2: And the water's cold. They give you to drink. It's nice.
1: That's always handy. And well, you get one well, of them one of
2: final things. You know. Those oh yeah. Old. You get one of them
1: for free. That's another freebie. Right. Yeah, right so that's Wild Africa Trek. Um, let's take a very quick break. We shall return in a second. We're going to look at Disney's ultimate attraction to finish off this week's show. We shall return in a second.
3: Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com Your number one source for the magical world of Disney Woohoo! Big summer blowout! Welcome back everyone! Hello! Hello! Our entire flight crew. Thanks for soaring with us.
1: You know, just a kind of celebration theme music in there. Celebration. No, six years So I thought we'd we'd celebrate And I know there's all those people who Like we said um, Who listen to the background music So let's I thought we'd try and do some celebration music We are on Disney's Ultimate Attraction We've got four sets to go for like DJ. Game. Sorry? You you like, like did DJ. I go a DJ then? Did I? Yeah. Hey, scream right. if you want to go faster Anyway um, so we've got four sets of uh, <laughs> of uh, ties to go through again. Uh, we've got Toy Story and Midway Mania versus the video game's playground, or Rock and Roller Coaster street? versus Where's the Fire, Typhoon, uh, Typhoon Surfball versus Soaring, and uh, Take, Us, Take a Take a Break versus Mission Space. So we've uh, got collected in your uh, votes and your scores and we're going to see what happens. So let's start off with Toy Story Midway Mania versus the video game Playground. So for those of you who don't know what they are, Toy Story Midway Mania is a interactive video game style ride where you get to wear 3D glasses and you go to different screens in like a midway style carnival and try and get the best score you possibly can. Uh, And then you've got the video game playground, which is kind of similar in the sense uh, that you get to play lots of video games, you just don't get to get in a ride vehicle and it's not themed to Toy Story. Uh, That one you'll find in Inventions. So, these two, Alan, start us off.
0: Um, Well, I'll admit I've only done one of them. Okay. So... That will sort of sway my thing, But I'm also thinking that the video, video playground, video game playground, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. probably doesn't have a ridiculous queue for it.
1: No, that's true. The video games playground doesn't have a ridiculous uh, queue. And
0: if they've done their sort of homework, they've probably bought it for the the Wii or the PlayStation or something like that, so they can play Midway menu in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well you can, you can buy it for a console? You can, can't yeah, you? yeah.
1: You can buy okay. it. You it came out for the Wii, yeah.
0: Just think if you put it on one of those office chair, sit in one of those office chairs, and then play it on the way.
1: See if I can get loads of Ways and then an office chair and get someone just to push it's you, to along. Fool you around the room, spin you every okay. so often, yeah. That Sp- might work. Scream if you want to go. That's thing from Mouse.
0: <laughs> an idea from Mouse. <laughs> it's five pound a go because it's, it's labour intensive. <laughs> um, oh, so gosh. anyway, I'll, I'll say Midway Mania because. It is awesome when you do get to go on it. Okay. Uh, Craig.
2: It can't be Midway Mania. That ride's a joke. You might as well... You can play it on your PlayStation. At least you can do in the the video game playground. There's more than one game, and you're not waiting three hours to go on it. So... um, no i'm going with the video game playground
1: wow okay you're going video game playground interesting one good thing about the video game playground is it does change so uh they did have epic mickey in there at one point um i think they had the tron game in there they had tangled in at one point so it does change uh and you do get lots of different uh different ones to play uh but i love toy story midway mania it is i know it's a massive queue but it is good fun and it does give you the most immense arm make by the time you've finished. Um, so we've got Craig who's going for Video Game Playground. We've got Alan that's going for Toy Story Midway Mania. I'm joining in for Toy Story Midway Mania. It doesn't really matter, to be honest with you, because at the end of the day, most people have actually already voted and well and truly outvoted Toy Story Midway Mania. Uh, Video Game Playground was never going to catch up. So Toy Story Midway Mania makes it through to the next round okay next one is rock and roller coaster versus where's the fire so rock and roller coaster um, they're hardly
2: a fair match are
1: they oh well these are all random this is the reason they were done they were done randomly the idea is they're not not necessarily supposed to be fair they're just random if, if you uh, and end we've up comparing two sh-
0: roller coasters you know it's going to be harder There's got
2: to be some seeding of, uh, you know, this There
1: was, yeah. So all of the bigger attractions weren't going to meet each other in the first round. Okay. Right. Um, And so we've got Rock and Roller Coaster, and like I say, versus uh, Where's the Fire. Now, Where's the Fire is, again, it's another interventions attraction. And the idea of Where's the Fire is that you go round um, a, a makeshift pretend house is probably the best way to put it and you have to discover where there might be fire issues and hunt them down and all that sort of stuff so that's where's the fire and then rock and roller coaster is obviously um exactly what it's a-, a roller coaster themed to aerosmith so uh who's who, who's done where's the fire was the last time anyone did that
0: i, I did it last time i went right, go then. so as, do you want to explain a little bit more you um as, as you walk in you get given a flashlight <laughs> Um, which you then have to get, you, you go through like a bit of a, um, a tutorial where they teach you yeah. what, what you're looking for. Yeah. You then get located into a certain room, and I think you race against, or you, you're in teams. That's right, yeah, teams you are, yeah. Maybe. And you've got to sort of highlight all these different highlights of fire, which could be like bare wire, or it could be curtains hanging over a candle, or I don't, I don't know, different things for fire. A fire, an actual fire, maybe. Um, toaster, that's another good one. Toaster. <laughs> and the idea is obviously you shine your flashlight onto it, and once you've highlighted it, you then give, give them the pointer, and then you've got so many seconds to do that room, and then you get ushered into another room. Could be the garage, could be the bathroom, could be the bedroom, whatever it is. Now, when I did it, our flashlight, gas, Gazmo? Gizmo, even. It's dead. It had no batteries in it. Oh. So there I was, doing it really well, just getting nothing. No interaction at all. So I got halfway around and they swapped my torch out. But my daughter thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Okay, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the kids enjoy. Um, a shadow of a doubt. Have you done this, Craig?
0: Yeah, a couple of years ago we did it. It's good fun.
2: You know, all these... That storm struck and they're all the kind of similar vein. They've got an educational element to them, which is good. Uh... I like it. You know, you don't get it elsewhere. You're not going to find that Universal. So, um, no, I do like it. It's not going to beat Rock and Roller Coaster, though. That's unfair. But, um, yeah, it's still good.
1: Okay. So, uh, I, I'm guessing, Craig, your vote is going to Rock and Roller Coaster.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, the theming is just superb. I just love it. Yeah, that's true. Even with Aerosmith, I still love it. Okay.
1: Um, What about you, then, Alan? you took it your Rock and Roller Coaster,
0: are you? No, I'm going to go um, <laughs> where's the fire and my reason for that is uh, don't get me wrong I have done Rock and Roller Coaster I've done it both in Paris and Florida mm-hmm. but I'll brick it I tell you just okay. before you you're sitting in that car I'm I'm nearly puking before it even moves you know some people puke after being on a roller coaster yeah. and we're sitting in the car just before it moves it before. going Ooh. <laughs> okay. so um, for that reason I, I prefer the intensity of Where's the Fire
1: Okay, is it the intensity of the fire that you like? or?
0: Yeah, it's, it's the extreme action of the flashlight.
1: Okay, yeah, I must admit that flashlight action. Um, okay, so you're going for Where's the Fire. I've gone for Rock and Roller Coaster. Craig's gone for Rock and Roller Coaster. The winner is Rock and Roller Coaster by oh. an absolute country mile. Right, Typhoon Lagoon. No, it wasn't even close. No. Three votes for Where's the Fire. That was it. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon Surf Pool versus
0: Soaring. Who wants to start us off on this one? Well, when you're saying the surf pool, are you referring to actual surfing or no, just I'm, the wave pool? No, just
1: the the wave pool. They call it the surf
0: pool. i mm.
1: are just talking about the actual the, the body of water that you can swim in. It's good.
0: But would you actually call it an attraction in itself?
1: Oh, yeah. If you'd have seen us in it in the summer when the waves were coming we had a great time didn't we Dunks?
2: we had an amazing time I loved it
1: how deep can you go uh, and so I'd got Harry in my arms because he couldn't stand up and he was like daddy deeper 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 and then he saw this wave come towards him he was like no shallower 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 he <laughs> <laughs> could see me holding a seven year old while trying to run through deep water to get back um, that was quite entertaining but um, I would say it's an attraction in South yeah without a shadow of a doubt
0: I, um, I got told off around there once for doing what because I had my daughter, well, I, oh, this, this is a twofold cold story, unfortunately. I had my daughter sit on my shoulders. <laughs> right. We'd, we'd walked from, I don't know, the ice cream shop, whatever. So it where was in sit. the
2: afternoon then?
0: <laughs> it was when they started to release the ice creams.
1: <laughs> from 12
0: noon. They released, released the ban, they lifted the ban from uh, allowing ice cream before breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> um. And by walking in the shallowest, you know, just the water lapping on my feet. Yeah. That is dangerous in the wave pool because obviously a stray tidal wave could um, knock me off my feet and uh, right daughter off. That
1: is true.
0: So I'm, I'm not saying that that was wrong for them to tell me off. However, it was just lapping at my feet. But anyway, the um, other issue that I have, which was um, when I sort of got shuff, shuffled out of the uh, water pool, my daughter yeah. then had a wee. <laughs> Now, this is when she was in swim nappies. Now, once you've got a a sodden swim nappy, then you add a wee on top of it. (laughs) It doesn't hold in. So there I have. I've got my daughter in my arms now. Fair enough. And um, I've been ushered out of the swim pool, so it's not covered in wee in the swim pool. Although it does make me think, what about all the kids that do have nappies and wee in the swim pool?
1: Hmm. That's that's an interesting thought. Not that I want to ponder right now. But anyway... Um,
0: so, so that that's the surf pool. I got told off, I got yeah. kicked out of it. And um, to me, it's just a pool. So you're going soaring? I take it. I'll go soaring.
1: Okay, uh, Craig.
2: Oh, it's close. It's really close because I love I love them both. Soaring is just phenomenal. But is it a thrilling ride? It's a it's a clever ride. It's relaxing. It's very very enjoyable. But I don't know that I could spend all day in that wave pool. It's just so much fun. Yeah, I'm gonna fun. have to go wave pool.
1: Here you go over soaring
2: yeah I am wow. gonna have to go I love okay. soaring I do love it but you know it's just a lovely you can sit there and enjoy it and I feel like you're sitting there and you know and it's the evening and you've got a cold drink and the fireworks going all that sort of stuff it's just very pleasurable but there is so much fun in that way paul to be there with the kids Adam like we were just hysterical to fly into people and somebody you don't like you manage to give them an elbow because you've aimed at them I just love it
1: <laughs> That is true um it's it's a be- the better pool of the two. Uh, it's, it's much, much better than Blizzard Beach. You can at least sit on the floor of Typhoon Lagoon in the sort of uh, the smaller waves at the back and be quite comfortable. Whereas if you sit on well, the floor of Blizzard Beach uh, pool is a bit like sitting in a cheese grater. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I would actually I like soil and I like Typhoon Lagoon. It's really tricky. I would, as much as I love Typhoon Lagoon surf pool. I would find it difficult not to give it to soaring just purely from a technological point of view. No matter how much fun I had in the surf pool, I, I've got a swimming pool just down the road from my house, which has got waves. Uh, nowhere near to the six foot height of Typhoon Lagoon, but I can't go and ride soaring down the road from my house. You've got can, a patio kind of, swing. You know, why? A what? A patio swing. A patio swing, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you there go. go they're soaring right, that's soaring yeah um, so it's got to be soaring not that it again we're, we're debating over something that doesn't matter because soaring absolutely wiped the floor with a typhoon lagoon surfboard anyway but um, there we go right on to the last one I'm about two different ones the take a nanoo's break the one mission space take a nanoo's break it's another small interventions attraction Uh, And this is um, basically looking at nanotechnology and all that sort of stuff. Uh, It's called Taking a News Break. Uh, Nobody's ever heard of it (laughs) out of the time. Whenever we mention it, they're like, Take a what? What's Taking a News Break when it's at home? Um, But it does actually exist. Taking a News Break does really exist. Um, And we're basically pitting this one up against Mission Space. Um, I'm guessing I know everyone's going... Because most people have never heard of taking a news break.
0: I'm just um, bringing it up on the internet.
1: Yeah, have a look on the internet. Okay. <laughs>
0: and uh, the website that has got it, yeah. which I'm not going to name which one it is, but it says that that something you're looking for isn't here.
1: Ah. Learn about nanotechnology through this interactive exhibit in Innovations East.
2: Nanotechnology? It isn't does. that what they used in um, Revolution?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's uh, all the revolution stuff. It, it takes about five minutes to enjoy. Uh, it's very quick. Um, and it's very nano. It's very nano. It opened, uh, I want to say somewhere about 2010 time, maybe. Uh, there's very, very little in it. Uh, but it is still classed, according to the Disney's website, as an attraction.
0: All I can see. All I can see on images yeah. of the actual attraction. Yeah. It's three park benches.
1: Yeah. Uh but yes it's not a lot there. <laughs> I'll be honest with you.
0: Am I missing something here? No,
1: you're not missing anything. There's there's nothing there really. But it's class as an attraction. Continually okay. updated display that allows visitors to manipulate models of uh, molecules, study everyday items at the nanoscale, and interact with scientists and engineers who conduct the latest nano research.
0: Hmm.
1: Go go. Move
2: one. on to the next one. I think um, we know where this is going. And um,
1: the other one is Mission Space. So which one are we voting for?
0: Well, I've only done Mission Space on one version of the raid. Yeah. Which is the one where you actually move.
1: Well, that's both of them. Do you? Yeah, you move them both.
0: I thought, I thought the version, there was a version no, where you they, did they nothing. They both
1: move, but uh, one of them is far less intense than the other.
0: All right. Well, I, d- I did the intense one. Okay. I like oh, the intense God. one. And the it gives you the best feeling ever when you get off that ride and you try to walk around the corridor. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's true. It's a that's good right, job that right. corridor is circular or curved because otherwise you'd be walking in the wall. <laughs> Very true. Walking forward and you're just edging your way one direction all the way. So um, I'm, go-
1: I'm guessing you are going Mission Space, are
0: you? I'll go Mission Space. Right.
2: Craig? I don't actually like Mission Space that much, to be honest. I, I'm now at an age where it does my heading. So... Um, the kids will go in it, so they like it. you're
1: choosing that news break.
2: Yeah, but I'm not choosing that either, because that sounds complete and utter rubbish, even though I've never even heard of it. So I will pick Mission Space by default, because oh, the concept it of it is quite clever, but I think the ride's just a bit too aggressive.
1: Believe it or not, two people actually chose taking the news break over Mission Space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who you are but clearly you found something far more interesting than we've ever found in it. So if, if it is you, please email us, radio at disneybrick.com. Let us know because none of us really, really...
0: If, yeah. if you search on Google search for images yeah. for taking the news break, right? Yeah. You've got one, two, three pictures of the park benches outside the attraction. Yeah. You've got four or five of the sign. Yeah. And then you've got some construction walls where the sign is there. And a couple of photos over the construction wall. And then it sort of fizzles out. It's I'm, almost as though, oh, there's a new attraction coming. Let's get the photos taken. Oh, oh, that's what it was. I'm
1: kind of guessing that this didn't really like the Disney community on fire. If I'm no. honest. Uh, yeah, I'm not guessing it's probably not that popular. You know. So there you go. Uh, but that's that. Which means Toy Story Midway Mania, Soarin', Rock and Roller Coaster and Mission Space go through to the next round uh we're getting down it we're getting down it we've still got a good few to go but we've got some really interesting there's only
0: 650 more attractions
1: no we haven't got that many we've got uh 20. yeah we got a few anyway um <laughs> <laughs> maybe more than i thought but no we've got we've got enough to give us going. there's some some very interesting ones coming in very soon so we'll see what happens with those uh and that is the end of the show i think i've not missed anything out have i Oh, I think that's
0: pretty much it. That's
1: pretty much it. So in that case, it is time for this. End of the show music. Thank you for joining us. We need to thank our sponsors as always, which is ScootOrlando.com and Orlando Attraction Tickets. You can go and find those over on the good old interweb, so please do. Don't forget to, uh, to say a massive thank you to Alan. No problem. And thank you, Craig.
2: Pleasure's all mine.
1: If you've got anything you want to email it to us, any questions, comments, suggestions, any of your audio of your children, any of those for our next one, then you can do that, radio at disneybrit.com. Don't forget our tomorrow's child. The next uh, topic is... Favorite Disney Park memory and least favorite Disney Park memory. You can, of course, go over to Facebook and you can find our page, which is Disney Brit Podcast. You can go on to Twitter, which is at Disney Brit as well. And don't forget, you can go over to iTunes too. And over there, you can uh, leave us a review. Someone's left us a review uh, fairly recently, so thank you for that. But uh, you can do uh, do those as well. Go and leave a review over there. It's really helpful for those people who don't know much about the show. You can have a listen in and see what they have missed. Um, I can't believe we've been doing this for six years. I really can't believe we've been doing this for six years. But that is pretty much it for the next couple of weeks. We will be back in two weeks' time with some more Tomorrow's Child, with another edition of uh, the Ultimate Disney Attraction, some news and lots of other bits and pieces too. So, until then, we'll see ya.